Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of Crits and Grits, The Long Winter, a Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition podcast set in the accursed realm of Georgia. Uh, this one set in Helen, which is in North Georgia somewhere. Fun fact, I haven't been there in a very long time, so I don't even know if it's really still there. It's a mystery. Helen is just the lie that we as a society of Georgia have decided to accept. We live in a society. We no. no. <laughs> I'm gonna just solve this problem. Um, are you are you looking up? Still there. Helen still exists. Still there. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All yep. right. So, I did learn a real uh, a real Helen fact recently. Uh, there's like five other Bavarian towns in America, just like it, and that's really really creepy. I don't. I don't. I I don't know. I got to watch the TikTok again. This episode not brought to you by TikTok. Anyway, back to everything. Woo. Um, Please don't sue was... us China. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, as as we always do, as we always do, let's do our caricature introductions. Uh, start off with Jeff. How's it going, my friend? Hey, how you doing? Uh, doing great. Uh uh, I'm Jeff. I play the Kinku Druid, Tomias. Uh, it's been a while, and I didn't think to have any like weird Tomias things this time. Shit. Tomias is happy. How about that? Boo this Kinku. Fuck you. Yeah, wow. Why don't you in their face? Wow. Well, he's happy because happy? he's back the way that he's supposed to be. My pretend character is happy. Wow. Okay. Uh, speaking okay. of happiness, Dr. Deeb's in the house. Doctor, uh, how's our good friend A45? I don't remember. I don't remember any. <laughs> I don't remember anything. It's been so long. <laughs> uh, he has a constitution of 14, so he's probably all right. I guess. I can dig that. Next up, Gary. Gary, or was it was it Norm? Was that the name we settled on last time? With five R's? <laughs> Do I need to bring the legal name change document to your front door that says Carl Please. with two R's? Carl with two R's. I knew it was something with multiple R's, uh, but for legal purposes for this game, you are still Gary. And Gary, uh, how is uh, how is our monk doing uh, in our game this week. How is Neil doing? Uh, having a bit of a crisis. He's got to get back to his friends, but that piecemeal old teen gang is going to do something stupid. It's very likely. I can't promise anything because it's been a while and my notes look like trash, but we'll see. Uh, next up, Andrew. Now, Andrew, um, from what my notes tell me, you're playing a tabaxi, which is kind of cool. Uh, do you have any fun facts yeah. about uh, Kai and Bota this week? Uh, like a fun fact about Kai th- this week? Uh, Any week, actually. You can go back in time if you wish and give us a fun fact. Uh, I mean, as far as with this week, um, this uh, with this week, Kai has discovered that he is very fond of Thai chilies. He's never experienced really anything as far as like Far Eastern culture or foods. Like he only really knows anime from trying to hook up with dragon con chicks, and that's about it. So, but he does like the spice of Thai chilies. Otherwise, 
the only other thing on his mind is that Kai is very happy because my man's got lucky on our last episode. That's very true. That's an important detail that uh, <laughs> listeners at home will probably want to wash their ears out with bleach after hearing. And finally, <laughs> but not last of all, we have Abby playing our Claire Kirsch. Now, uh, Kirsch is doing some good, correct? Kirshing it up? Uh, Glorf is making me rethink my alignment just a little <laughs> bit. Um, but I'm not going to do that to you. I, I said get more good. I, I set up how Kirsch is and what he does, and it's killing me now. I'm not going back on boy in your backpack. I'm just screaming on the inside. Just know this entire session <laughs> on the inside, I'm just internally screaming. Just because Glorf. <laughs> oh, Glorf. And Glorf, our special guest for the evening. Uh, how how is uh, do life this. now treating you Don't now that this. life has been bestowed to you? Don't do this, Glorf. <laughs> Everything is beautiful. Why do you yeah, all hate there's... me so much? <laughs> I wrote fun little one shots for you guys, and this is this is the payment I get. This is like because we like. I didn't even kill you with the owl bears. I could have. I should have. I mean, Wait, the what? real question is because Abby's distraught. So, Glorf, do you have words of encouragement for Abby? <laughs> oh my gosh! Stay strong. You are beautiful and strong, and we love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, beautiful. God, I fucking right, love it here, dog. I fucking <laughs> love it you here. Know, you know who drinks more uh, feminism juice than than Kirsch does? Glorf. 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 <laughs> Glorf. Uh, I want to be right, like Glorf one day. In respect Glorf will juice. drink Kirsch straight under the table on on feminism. On respect women. On feminism. <laughs> yeah, respect women juice. Bam. Ace JM3 starring Glorf. When? <laughs> uh, that will be uh, 2018. We're actually adding on an extra 2020 onto everything. But before Wait, we 2020, 2020 like yeah, in, 2018, like in 20,000 years. Yeah. Wow. Do you remember? OK, think about how long it took to make the last Space Jam. That was 25 years. It's going to take at least that long again. It's going to be unpopular hell. opinion. I really don't feel like Space Jam was as much of a cultural revelation as everyone likes to think it is. It really wasn't. I mean, I liked it. Not like a cultural I mean, revelation, on, but I liked the movie and the video game that came out on PS1 was one of my most rented video games from Blockbuster of all time. There so, was a game? Oh, yeah. And it was phenomenal. Mm. All right. Yeah, that game was this week's episode. <laughs> this week's episode brought to you by Space Jam the Game on PlayStation 1. Hell yeah. <laughs> this was, that was pre-PlayStation 1. That was like... NES. Yeah. 96. Oh, the game was on PlayStation 1. Was it? it Anyway. It was a jam, too. It was a space jam. It was a port. (laughs) Welcome to episode 10, everybody, of The Long Winter. So we're going to do a quick recap here real fast. Uh, Last episode, the Grackles split after awakening in the episode prior. 
with Kyan and Neil accompanying the mayor to his bar and running into the piecemeal teen gang. Meanwhile, Boss Tomias and Kirsch accompany Dr. Feldspar to the docks and the tower. Upon entering the tower, the three grackles resume their fantasy forms, including Tomias merging with his crow again. The piecemeal teen gang mentioned they were going to an old abandoned factory to throw a rave or something before Neil and uh, before Neil gave uh, Graham, who was the mom friend of the piecemeal teen gang, and also the cleric, an awkward hug. Also, Kyan scored, but we already covered that in the character introductions. Gross. And that's where we are. <laughs> Woohoo! So, yeah, that is where we are. We uh, are back there and everything. Let's see. Now, we have two different stories that we can start with. Uh, we can start either with uh, Boss Tomias and Kirsch, or we can start with Kyan and Neil. Either one, uh, I will I will leave it up to y'all uh, as to who wants to go first. Who wants Kyan. to start Kyan. this party? Kyan, Neil. Go first. I feel like the people. I feel like the people miss Glorf. No. No, no, no. Honestly, no, no, no. I feel, I feel like Kai and Neil are not very united at the moment. So we we should probably start strong with the united front. Yeah, I think we. Yeah, and Kai, Kai needs a, a second to put his pants back on. So <laughs> let let Glorf speak. Uh, we see through an eagle's eye a camera swooping into the tower on the lake. As it swooshes around and around to the ground floor, very awkwardly just looking around until it sees a frog-looking child beep-bopping away on his Game Boy Color. He's uh, he's just there just watching this, and that's what he sees as the rest of the scene unfolds before them. So, Boss, Tomias, and Kirsch, you are currently in Lake Tower with Glorf. Uh, along with Willa, who is an old hag. Uh, she is considered to be um, the town crazy in a bit of a way uh, because she is one of the few people that truly loves and respects the old ways that the town used to have. Uh, the ways that came from the Forgotten Realms version of uh, piecemeal. My cat is yelling at me, sir, stop yelling. <clears throat> I apologize for that. That was unprofessional of me. So, boys, I see that you have reverted to your true forms. Now, tell me, how how does it feel? We'll start with you there, little one. You seem to be the most at peace with this. Is it he, uh, No, not to Glorf. Glorf is just very cheerfully uh, blip-blopping on uh, his Kirby game, yes, that is you, Tomias. Ah, okay. Your uh, bird did, told me a lot, which was odd for a bird out in that part of the world, but here it makes sense. Uh, Tomias says in the like shopping girl voice that has shown up so many other times. This just looks better on me. <laughs> it looks like it. You're very comfortable, young man. You're very comfortable, and that is important if you're to stay here. Which I imagine, uh, skinny one, tall there, uh, with the with the bald head. You you look a little more comfortable than what my birds and everything saw as you were coming into town. A little bluer. That's interesting. Is that a, is that a personal 
Is it a personal touch that you like? Uh, it is the way I was created. I have my tentacles back. Uh, I'm much more, much more comfortable. I also reproduced on the way over here. Uh, it was very fulfilling for me. Uh, and you, uh, over in the corner, Glorf just gives off a big tooth grin uh, and waves. Ah, Thanks, Dad. <laughs> He's beautiful. He's everything I ever wanted. <laughs> oh, children always are. Oh, and you there, Kirsch. Sorry, I read some notes. I apologize. I wasn't supposed to give that away. But you there, half-orcish fellow. You, you look... Actually, I'm not sure. You look like you're in a bit of a, a conundrum, a bit of a, a pickle. Well, I mean, whatever that kid is is kind of weird, I guess. But um, I do have a question. Is of there, course. Is there a way to keep us like this? Ah, <clears throat> I figured you'd probably ask me something like that. Come with me. Uh, And she takes you all over to a window. Uh, It is a bright and clear and open window. And she rolls out, rolls up her sleeve up to her elbow and says, now you see this beautiful mottled gray and scabby look that my arm has. She sticks it outside the window and it is a more olive and clear, but kind of wrinkled skin as she pulls it back in it slowly reverts back to the mottled gray look of her hag-like form unfortunately the magic of the town inside of this mimic jeremiah is keeping everyone looking normal but it comes with a price you see while we're out there we are normal, except for inside of this tower. This tower allows us to be our true selves because it came with the rest of the town, but the mimic cannot penetrate inside of it. As such, it has weird magical properties that allow us to do many things, including, as you can see, revert to true forms. But that's for us that are full, like your half-orc friend here. I mean... Half-orc, your your name was Kirsch, yes? Is it alright if I call you that, sir? Fantastic. Yeah, I mean, that's my name, so it'd be weird if you called me, you know, most anything else. If I called you Billiam, that would be strange, I imagine. I mean, I wouldn't hate it, but it would be kind of weird, yeah. Kind of hard to offend. Fantastic. Fantastic. Have a sweet here, Billiam. So, your friend Billiam here, I'm kidding, we know it's Kirsch. Kirsch is whole. They are one being that was created in this world that is allowed to be two things at once. You two, unfortunately, are not. Boss, you are a and I, I enjoy saying this because it's so wonderful sounding, an abomination of magic and science. Something that you Thank should you. be immensely proud of. Good, I'm glad. I, I am. Yeah, of course. Unfortunately, the world out there can't abide by it. Outside of the bubble here, outside of Jeremiah, 
you'd be fine. But inside, where things must have a sense of normalcy, your two sides, your, your side that is of magic and your side that is of science, they are warring at each other. And they are splitting apart. I'm sure that you felt it. You felt exhausted just slightly. And you, Tomias, you are two spirits in one. You are, and uh, she rotates both of her hands around and creates uh, a spectral figure of a man and a spectral figure of a crow. You are these, but, and she claps together, one. As bosses' two sides are warring with each other within, so are yours. I wish there were an easier way for the two of you, uh, but unfortunately there isn't. This is a bit of a problem. You're cursed, the both of you, according to the magic that surrounds the town. Well, I mean, obviously I feel like we need to get them back to normal, but I guess kind of my question is, you know, my original human form, like... It's just in the city. Can can like my wife come and visit? Because I just feel like she kind of deserves something, you know, not green and with big tusks to look at sometimes. I, I, I feel that. I'm sure that there will be a time that she could. A time of peace when the outside isn't in the constant winter that we are in. It would be nice well, in summertime. Well, I mean, summertime. obviously we're... We're going to try to fix all that first. Obviously, I was just asking in case I don't get another chance in the future. You know, just throwing it out there. This is a wonderful vacation spot. Uh, We have hot springs and cold springs running all year long. That, that is what I wanted to know. Okay, let's get everything fixed. How do we fix it? I love it. Ah, excellent question. Um, and you hear, uh, the head in the bag say, yeah, how do we fix it? Cause I hate being like this. Oh, darn. I have a body for you. Everyone did. Even the person that's in charge of all this, he forgot too. Cause I mean, technically, um, if you give me a little more time to prepare it, I've got a spell called remove curse. Like would that, would that help? Cause like I could, I can get that one ready. Or is this, like, way bigger than that? It's way bigger, my friend. Um, how to describe this? These curses inside of this town will your two friends apart. It will destroy them. Utterly. If they were to go back out there, they would have only one day to do everything they needed to do. Or this curse that is tearing them apart will truly rend them apart, ripping okay. their souls and and killing them. So casting it at a higher level is probably not going to do it either, <laughs> right? It could delay the effects. It could. Okay, because not to brag, but I can cast it like fourth level, you know? That's pretty badass. I I think that's pretty cool. Well, thanks. I think you're pretty cool. You're kind of helping us out here. <sighs> I'm glad you think I am. I, I'm trying. <clears throat> Wait, that's gentlemen. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it didn't sound so until you said something. 
this remove curse spell that your friend has will probably stave the effects. However, your curses will still be here. And for all we know, that curse, the fact that you are these, dare I say it to the town, abominations, that is the curse according to the town. Two things of different natures that shouldn't be. What if we just leave the town? That is always an idea. How did you enter? Mm, Acid? Through the ass. And? Nope. Certainly not. Nope. Chemical reaction. uh, Involving the, the, the donation of hydrogen ions. Acid. Well, I'm sure that could help. Is there anything that needs to be done uh, in this town for you? Any mysteries or histories? There's head in 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 my bag right here. And boss will hold. Yes, up. I need that. Definitely would like my body back. Oh well, we'll get you taken care of there, young man. That I'm sure work. Hopefully, nothing will go awry. And what about what about you, birdie one? Do you feel the same? And uh, in uh, the same voice as uh, just previously, uh, says, "You know what, Bethany? I like how I look." Oh, oh, <laughs> I like it too. Don't get me wrong. So we can work this. I think. I think I have a, a small solution. Hold, hold, hold on. Uh, and you see her go off and rummage around. Uh, as she goes looking through different books, uh, through different talismans and everything. Uh, And a few moments pass by until she says, aha! Uh, And she comes back with a pair of brooches. These, these will help you. Since you don't want to give up your, your curse, which I respect, but these brooches will help. Uh, And she hands you uh, both these pair of brooches, uh, they are shaped like beetles, uh, each one with five different stones on it of different colors. A white one at the top, and then on the left, a red and a blue, and a, uh, a green and a gold on the right. Tamias is trying to, uh, Tamias is trying to peck out the... No, no, don't do that, don't do that. They are... Slap his beak, slap his beak. Uh, she reaches out and says, nope, smack. No cookies for you later. I'm just kidding. We'll give you cookies. This will stave off your curse the, from the town killing you for one day. Whatever you need to do, you have a day to do it. Once that 24 hours hits, it's gone. And you, you will die. In game speak, these brooches, uh, they stave off exhaustion. If you were to enter back into the town without these brooches on, you would immediately uh, feel the effects of the first level of exhaustion. And as the 24 hours continues on, you will feel more and more uh, levels of exhaustion, I believe, as every six hours goes by. Damn. If I, that's a special thing I cooked up for you guys. Uh, someone still it's at the Preach. fake Six Flags. Uh, I have fear poops. <laughs> uh, boss 
a boss will grab one of the brooches. There was a red and a blue and a green and a gold. And what was the other one? Uh, it's uh, a white diamond or a white gem on top. And then on the left uh, is the, the blue. And on the right is the green and the gold. Uh, they're all on one single brooch. The gems oh, okay. will dim as each level passes by. Every roughly four hours. Once it hits that last gold, you will have moments to exit the town or come back into the tower and live out the rest of your days with me! Me! Well, let's, let's go solve this problem and get Barnes's head, or his body back. Uh, and Boss will grab one of the brooches. Tamias will actually put his brooch on. Um but not say anything. Walks away. We'll prep for surgery then. Uh, boss, you, you look like you're good at the surging, and as you as well, Mr. Kirsch, the surge. Surge. <laughs> oh my Delicious god. Surge. Excellent. I'll go wash up. Uh, and we cut back over to Kyan and Neil. Uh... So where are you guys in the least odd way of saying things, I guess? Because uh, we left you both in two very different locations, even though you were both kind of nearby. Um, I would imagine that Kyan would be trying to go back to the bar area after you know, able to consummate his one night stand. And Neil is probably, uh, Still somewhere near the uh, piecemeal teen gang. Uh, the piecemeal teen gang watches as uh, as Neil or uh, as Neil is still there. Uh, your awkward hug with uh, with Graham. Uh, Graham goes. Um, you can let go now. Um, thanks, though. But bro, bro, is that what you older people say? Uh, I guess for now you can call me chaperone. Ew. No, I don't think I. I don't think I will. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, no, no, y'all are gonna do something really stupid, and I just want to make sure no one gets hurt. Uh, Abe, is, um, the very tall and gangly-looking one, goes. I don't think we're gonna do anything stupid. That's just that's silly. How could, you don't even know us, okay? Or do you? Are you like psychic or something? No, no, I don't know you. But you're you're gonna go to that abandoned warehouse that's been bisected by I'm assuming Jeremiah. Uh, that's a bad idea. Uh, Roebuck, the uh, the emo one, she goes. And what of it? We're gonna throw like the sickest rape there, okay? It's gonna be so cool. You don't even know. I'm telling you, it's a really bad idea. Look, I'm here for something else right now, but I, I can't watch you all do this. I can't live with myself if you all get hurt in that warehouse. Uh, the fourth member of the gang, clearly the leader, Tannis, goes, then don't. My grandfather owns this town. If anything's to happen, and we're safe. I don't know if you've noticed, but we're in a giant stupid bubble. 
nothing bad ever happens in this giant stupid bubble. All right, and as right. she says that, you hear a peal of light or a peal of thunder, louder and crier than should be. Is that normal here? Uh, what, is what normal? The the thunder. Uh, you, you hear another peal of thunder. What was that? Graham, Abe, Roebuck, start looking. See if you see something, something out of the ordinary. Of course, uh, of course, Dennis, you got it. Uh, Gary, if you and would like to roll a perception check, that would be swell. That's a hot nine. Oof, hot nine. You don't see anything. You don't see anything odd or abnormal. Um, do feel something. Wait, wait. Has it been ten minutes since the uh, bartender off? Uh, I would say it's getting close, but no, not quite. Unless, hold on, Kai, how, Kai, uh, how long would you say you took? Not, not to dumpster on my boy, but, um, it would have been an in and out job. (laughs) Okay. Terrible, but okay. (laughs) Excellent. Uh, no, then it hasn't been 10 minutes. All right. Uh, As you see, as you see, uh, as you see Alberta coming out, walking a, uh, a little awkwardly and going, who you got your mask on and biased. Kai's got his Jimmy hat on <laughs> the shout out, shout out no. to our previous episodes. No. So <laughs> that second roll was an eight An eight even worse. Uh, no, you'll don't see anything. Uh, but Kai, would you have heard that peal of thunder? The first or the second one? I would imagine that I would, but I also imagine that I need to roll to figure out what's going on. Please roll that perception. Oh, of course I accidentally closed it instead of rolling it. Excuse me a moment. Refresh quickly. (laughs) Again, that was perception, right? Yes, sir. Ooh, 21. 21. Uh, Kyan, you look above the perfect portal, and you see a crack in the sky, and it is growing longer with each passing moment. You know, it wasn't the best I ever had, but yeah, it did feel that good still. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> and I'm going to keep walking back to the bar. That's your creepy friend over there, isn't it? My what? No, not not you. I don't know if you have this guy as your creepy friend, unless you guys are creepy friends together. Wait, wait. Uh, wait, which one of us is the creepy one? I don't know. Make up your just pick a pick a number. Pick a number between one and three. If you get it right, you're the creepy friend. <laughs> and uh, Deal is looking at Kyan and holding up the number two, like say this number. Ah. Uh. Peace. Uh, three. Then you're not the creepy friend. Clearly this one with the weird mask on is the creepy friend. Did you did you see something? I just heard something and we're l- looking for something off. Did you see something? I did not see anything. Oh, what do you mean? Did you see something? You know, I saw many a good thing earlier. Many a good thing. That is dis- that is disgusting. That is literally disgusting. Yeah, yeah, Kai. This is a teenager. We we don't need to talk ah, about that. In front of no, teens. they 
Juice teenager, I say young adult, and you know, it is important to be accepting of your body because it no. is a beautiful Grandpa's thing. already given me that speech. Grandpa's already given me that speech. Um, after after I say it's a beautiful thing, uh, Kai Kai is going to realize that his fly is still down. He's just going to zip it up real quick. <laughs> oh, oh, God. That's... <sighs> That's gross. Then you call me the creepy one. You know what? No, I take it it's back. Be- He's the creepy one. Yeah, right? You hear a third crack of thunder uh, as you look above again. This time, uh, Kyan, you have advantage since you've already know exactly what you're looking for. Okay, so we're rolling again? Yeah, and I guess, Gary, you still also have advantage because you have your mask on still. Yep. Well, I rolled a nat 20 with advantage. Oh, nice. With advantage, I got an 11. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Like, do I notice that they're looking? Or do I notice that they're trying to look around and see what's making that noise? Not only do you notice that they're looking, uh, you notice they're all looking in the wrong directions. Uh, even though um, one of them is uh, an elf and they have generally speaking better better senses than most uh, and one is a shifter and again the better senses deal um but none of them are looking in the right direction they're looking over in the forest over in uh, above the tower over this way that way uh, but okay. you see two more cracks have formed uh the first one is formed over the mayor's house uh the second one you see is formed over top of uh, the old abandoned factory. Okay, I like off of uh, the sound coming again. I'm like, ah, is it often that your fish that your fishbowl break? Fishbowl. What? What do you mean, our fishbowl? I mean, do you know all the fishbowl that you live in? Do you see the glass is Jeremiah? breaking? And I'm gonna I'm gonna Jeremiah. point I'm gonna point when I say that the glass is breaking. Uh, as you point, you see uh, a cloud of smoke start billowing out of it. Uh, which one are you pointing at? Are you pointing at the one that is above the bar, the one that's above the mayor's house, or the one that's above the factory? Uh, above the bar. Above the bar. You point right at it, and a plume of smoke comes straight down onto the top of the bar. And there's nothing but smoke for a moment at as your voice go, we're in. Where where are you two? Nas, Avarice, where are you two? I oh, swear. Budge. I'll meet up with them in a minute. Uh, if you two can hear this, I'm over what looks like a bar, and there's some normies down here. I don't know what their deal is. It's over the bar. Um, you four, uh, you see this creature this being snapped their fingers uh, as four uh, kobolds, uh, zombified kobolds, uh, come with them. You all stand guard. I'm going to go inside, and I'm going to have a drink. If these things give you any trouble, take care of them. And with that, we're going to cut back over to um, the tower as Kirsch and... As Kirsch and uh, and Boss and Tom, along with um, 
Will of the Hag. And, you know, I forgot what that douchebag's name was, the one who doesn't have his head. Uh, Barnes and Noble, he has his head. Uh, who's holding his head? Me, Bass. Nice. Bass is holding the head. Uh, and he says, all right, please be careful with my head. Currently, I can only live in this state here. I would like to be whole again. Wouldn't you? Mm, I guess. Well, let's go. Uh, to which Willow looks at uh, looks at her headless friend there and says, "Oh, just so you know, dear. Once we reattach your head, you're not going to be." technically part of the living, so we'll have to make a brooch for you as well. I, I won't. <sighs> fine, fine. I guess I'll be brooched up as well. That's great. I'll make my escape. You you guys want to come with as we escape? Mm. Take, take it, maybe? Yeah, escape uh, the town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like that. good. Because we still got to catch that that monster. You remember that monster, right, Kirsch? Um, big one, the fluffy one with horns. Yes. Good, good. Absolute. The goddess. It's a perversion of nature. You know what? I'm not going to worry about it. I'm not going to worry about it. All right, let's get to reattaching my head. <sighs> Woo! We're fighting. Uh, this stuff, guy's. Right? Y- yes. Well, no, you won't be fighting anything. This will be a perfectly safe environment. Just make sure that your medicine's real good. Uh, Which means that Kirsch and uh, and Boss, you two are going to be making medicine checks. Oh, boy. And uh, to make it interesting, Tamias, you can choose to help one of them. So what is everyone going to be doing in this situation? Oh, boy. So I technically have proficiency in medicine. Apparently it's wisdom-based. Yeah. Which I never really uh, understood. I'm not a particularly wise person, but whatever. Um, <laughs> okay, so what what kind of jobs are we needing to do? So we have to reattach this head. Uh, the head mm-hmm. of Barnes & Noble and the body are currently at war with each other. They are currently fueled by the same magic as is the rest of the world. However, being in this tower and for uh, his head being outside of the tower uh, so long, they are definitely not really liking each other. So using both of your medical knowledge, uh, you're going to try to make sure that you get his head on correctly and the magical stitching that puts him back together, is good and secure. Now, Tamias, you have a very different job, because you, I imagine, aren't so mythically inclined, maybe? I'm all right. All right. Um, so with that in mind, since you're all right, and I'm making assumptions, and I'm an asshole for doing that, I shouldn't have done that. You will have each, a, I know, I'm a terrible person, uh, a different task. The head is not going to want to attach to the body. The body isn't going to want to attach to the head. And the magical stitching has to make sure that it goes on properly. So each of you gets one of those tasks, making sure the body goes with the head, making sure the head goes with the body, 
and making sure the stitching works properly. Who's ready to roll some medicine checks? Let's Eight. go. Let's fuck this up. I got my good dice. I got my good Let's dice. That's it. Uh, All right. Uh, that is a 21 for my medicine check. Any, any kind of advantage or anything? Um, What kind of advantage would you have? Oh, 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 oh wait. Hold on, hold on. I'm going to cast Guidance on him before we start. Okay. Uh, can That's I a D4. Cast... Tell me how, how you... As uh, as boss as a four five would have have full knowledge and know how to reattaching a head from a severed body, and we'll see. Definitely a lot of experience attaching uh, different um, body parts that don't particularly want to be together together. Also, I know the spell mending, which I think, in a magical sense, would help to uh, fix things that are okay. That are yeah, we could say that can that can help fortify the uh, the magical string holding his head together. Mm-hmm. I also have mending. I don't know if that helps. Maybe Kirsch is help? giving him yeah. just like a calm, reassuring tone of just like encouragement on top of casting guidance <laughs> on him. What if, what if Glorf helped me also? Oh no! Okay, we're well, here. My, my beautiful little. <laughs> He's we like believe in the, the power of Glorf. We're going to fail this. <laughs> Ending Helping. And also, I think he can uh, use the help action. Uh, Glorf can use the help action. Uh, his yeah, helping he will either be uh, uh, to give you a, a steady but wet hand uh, or <laughs> whisper words of encouragement to him. Vomit. I could fucking vomit. <laughs> I love it. Sweet. He, he'll be my, my little surgical assistant. Here we go. I hate it here. I love it here. 23 right, and if, or, or 23 or 21. Uh, I think we fucking nailed it. And then I, I think I you did. High five. That was the Glorf power. Uh, he gives you a very wet high five back. He goes, yes, we did, Dad. Whoa, we did. I'm so proud. I'm proud of you. Might- you did great. <gasps> I love you. Yay. He uh, he goes back Tomias off to the corner like, and just he's so very happy. Tomias was just like holding <laughs> the flashlight. Play your PlayStation, Glorf. Good boy. <laughs> uh, sorry, uh, Tomias. What was that? Uh, I said Tomias was just like holding the flashlight the whole time. <laughs> uh, let's see. What to roll for that? Um, sleight of hand because we're making sure we're nice and steady with that. Oh, I, I, oh, I thought the whole thing was done. I was just saying sarcastically because I hadn't done anything. <laughs> but I can actually help if if that's needed. Yeah, sure. So, so what all do we need to do still? Well, we have the body uh, connected and we have the string attached. But right now, the other big thing that Willa is going to also be doing is uh, calming the body down to make sure that everything is just in sync, uh, syncopacity. That's not a word, but everything works properly. And she says, all right, yeah, all you've got to do, just count with me, one, two, three, and say boogaloo. Ready? One, two, three, boogaloo. As as energy releases from her hand, uh, as the body starts to shake a little bit and then just 
be still a little more. Uh, go ahead and roll a medicine check with that boogaloo. I I do want to say that Tomias 100% did not say it. <laughs> that is good God. Uh, that's a 23. Excellent. Uh, you see the body of Barnes and Noble uh, as it starts to rise off of the table. Uh, it shakes, it shimmies. You see the glowing string as it stitches itself around and around the neck, start to pull and tighten. And you see the skin start to deaden a little bit. However, with those medicine checks that were baller as hell, uh, it springs back to life and Barnes the Noble slams back onto the table, uh, knocking the wind up. <laughs> oh, bloody hell, you did it. Ow. I'm alive. No, you're undead. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Uh, that that'll be thirty dollars there, thirty gold, not not from you guys, <laughs> not not for you from him from him. He's being an ass. Thirty gold. I don't have thirty gold on me. Oh, then we'll just remove the stitching. Nope, nope. I'll get it to you. Don't worry. Just bill me later. Uh, the three of you also hear those crackling peals through the sky, um, and. Will looks out the window. Huh. There's a commotion going on out there. Looks like there's the bar. I'm not allowed to step foot in there. And there's the mayor's house. After that wild weekend, he doesn't let me step foot in there anymore, if you catch my meaning. <laughs> uh, and the old abandoned factory. There's smoke. Smoke usually would come out of things like that, not down. That's weird. That's really weird, guys. So the the dome is cracking? Jeremiah falling apart? Is that normal? Does he normally do that? I'm... Wait. Hold on, hold on. Cracking apart? Where do you get that? Hold on. Uh, she pulls out her uh, telescope from her right pockets there. on her robe. Right the cracks are. Uh, and she looks at the crack through the telescope and goes, Well, I'll be damned. This might work out to our advantage. Is it going to make it easier to get out of here, or is it going it to is it going to make it harder for the town to continue to function? Oh, I didn't think of that. Okay, now let's just think here for a moment. Jeremiah, the mimic, uh, has tons of snow uh, and ice on top of it. Mm-hmm. That could all come crashing down which would probably be bad for the town. However, mm-hmm. I we could exist as normal through the town with, with whatever is left. That doesn't sound so bad. I'm on board. It sounds good. Uh, Barnes says, uh, are, are you mad? Destroy the town. I have no attachment to this town. But the people here, they would all die. Maybe. But maybe they wouldn't. He has a good point. What, what do you two say? Uh, all right, we're all on board. Uh, it, Tomias says uh, in a like a softer woman's voice. I don't think I'm comfortable. Scenario. Mm, big guy, you're you're going to be, I think, the deciding factor here. Well, should it really be up to me? 
I mean, the the I mean, one I resurrected like, has no real say. I mean, with big decisions like this, I usually defer to my wife, but... And Glorf comes hopping up. I, I can be your wife! I can be your wife! Glorf has a flawless moral compass. He's never been tempted by sin. Gosh, I'm gonna vomit. <laughs> <laughs> sin! Yay, sin! Yeah, no, you don't know what that is. Hush. Oh, that's right. Kirsch just kind of looks at Glorf and is uncomfortable, but he doesn't say <laughs> got... anything to or about him. He's got a Glorf. big grin on his thumb up. Mm-hmm. 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 Beautiful. Destroy the town, save the town, live freely as yourself. I mean, we should probably save the town. Ugh, boring, all right. It's probably for the best. I mean, I'm kind of against murder, so that's a Isn't thing. Murder by inaction? I feel like recently enough lives have been lost that if I can save some to try to make up for, you know, what the group and especially Kai did, you know, I'm gonna do it. So let's go save people. Excellent plan. Uh, Away from this group, Kai just sneezes real quick. (laughs) His Jimmy hat falls off. (laughs) (laughs) Stuck in his pants. Ew. Ew. With the Um, bar problem, I'm done. Oh no! I hate you. I hate you. He's in his human form. He's in his human form. He wouldn't have a barbecue right now. No. I hate bringing the term Jimmy hat to this podcast. Why? Uh, You are. This is all thanks to you, Gary. All thanks to you. (laughs) I brought Coke bears. You could have brought Coke bears, but you brought Jimmy hats. And listeners at home, Coke Bears is a reference to the iconic and wonderful Coca-Cola Polar Bears and nothing else that you will hear in uh, Crits and Grits' uh, side story, The Sleeping City. Uh, the but city that know. never sleeps, and they, they the probably already that... heard that episode. Yeah, it has nothing to do with me lighting an entire boat of drugs on fire and fighting a coked-out bear. It was so cool. Couldn't, couldn't possibly have anything to do with that. Um, you see Willa move her hands around in large circular motions and say, all right, I can deposit you in one of three places where the smoke is. Uh, which one would you prefer to be in? Let's see. I, I, it looks like there's one over the bar and one over the factory and one over the uh, the mayor's. Which one would you would you prefer to pop over to? Mm, Neil and Kai are probably at a bar. I guess it'd be most efficient to go find them. Wonderful. Uh, and you see Glorf say, can Glorf come too? I've never mm, been yes, to a bar. Um, I'm not, in, I'm not sure this for children. You know, it's probably going to be pretty dangerous. Okay, uh, he's got... I mean, Kirk has a point. I mean, okay, so I wouldn't let my kids do this sort of thing, and he is like way younger than my kids. Like, I was just born today. today. Exactly. So (laughs) perhaps it's just 
for the mm. best. You know, we come back for him later. Obviously, we come back for him because not negligent parent or anything, but we leave him here for now. Okay. And you know, I'll I'll stay here as well. You won't need me over there. I mean, we got extra batteries for his Game Boy. Like, just just keep him, you know, occupied. He'll be fine. He eats. Uh, I don't know how often or what you eat. Glorf, uh, what what do you want to eat? Uh, I want crayfish. Yes, I have a craving for crayfish. And something about a god and crayfish and blib and blub and glub and goop. Something about that sounds right. Beautiful. Lady, you right. got crayfish? Maybe, sure. No, I don't think I have crayfish. Shrimp? <laughs> Shrimp are like the crayfish of the sea. Yes. Well, good luck, uh, adventurers. See you on the other side, I suppose. Is that correct, Willa? Uh, yes, British one. Have a have a safe journey out there. Uh, and she pushes the portal toward the three of you as you are sucked into it and spit out on the other side next to the. Uh, you're very welcome. Uh, next to the bar, uh, everyone, could you roll a constitution saving throw for me? Uh, by everyone, I mean uh, Boss and Kirsch and Tamias. No, I got a nine. Constitution? Yeah, constitution. I got an 11. 15. Uh, Kirsch and Boss, you both from the whole, um, you're not standing. Uh, you are both lying flat on your faces. Uh, the dimension door that sucked you up and spit you out took you a little bit more by surprise than you were ready. Um, but Tamias, you are right as rain and standing, and you're also whole, you notice. You have both your uh, your bird half and your human half as one. Um, Good. Yeah. And uh, if you two could both look down at your uh, your brooches, you'll see that all five gems are still intact. They're still all glowing. Mm-hmm. So, back at the bar. Back together again. And it feels so good as you see these four kobold zombies all kind of moving kind of rickedly uh, against one another. Uh Kyan and Neil, you are there with the teen gang uh, as you see your friends materialize, materialize. That was a hard word for me to say. Uh, what What's uh, going through your head, guys? Uh, Neil is thinking, oh my god, thank god Kirsch is here. And then says, hey uh, Kirsch, can you talk to these kids about not doing stupid stuff? You're, you're a dad. You, you know how to do this. I am going to shout over him. Ah, my friends! I made it with a woman. Oh, Kirsch immediately gives the most disappointed dad look ever at Kai. What did you make? Sweet, sweet amour. Um, Say you made it with a woman, uh, uh, the mom friend of the uh, the PTG, as I've nicknamed them. Uh, his ears perk up and says, oh, he likes Futurama too. 
Uh, Kirsch just kind of looks at him. Um, are you, you know, you got to get married before you do that, right? Like, it, you know, that's, that's the whole thing. Oh, no, no, no. I did not claim the women on my taxes. I made, I, I made sexual relations. Uh, Kirsch looks a little confused and is, is thinking this over. But you're not Wait. married. Y'all are having sex? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently everybody else is. <laughs> That's me saying that, not, not Kirsch. Uh, you see uh, the teenagers all shiver in just disgust uh, as the kobolds don't react. Um whatsoever there's no need need to be gross because it's a beautiful thing a natural thing okay boss the only other reasonable adult here how you doing buddy sex sounds gross (laughs) guy you're gross for having it well i mean that's how i got my beautiful triplets but you know you're supposed to get married first that's uh, not I legally. I but, mean, no, legally, he's in the clear. But how Morally does that work? Relevant. Kirsch is such a pure boss, boy. Okay. Going well, to boss is going to create a ring with one of his tentacles and insert the other tentacle into the ring. <laughs> okay, but you skip the first step, which is <laughs> marriage. Okay, but there's there's some undead kobolds. You're gonna have to explain this to me later because I think you're doing it wrong somehow. Um, I oh. would like to uh, turn undead, please. Ooh. Okay. Interesting. I I'm here for it. I love it. Here we go. As an action, you present your holy symbol and speak a prayer, censuring the undead. Undead that can see or hear you within thirty feet of you must make a wisdom saving throw. So Kirsch would have stepped closer if he was more than 30 feet. Um, and if the creature fails its saving throw, it is turned for one minute or until it takes any damage. A turned creature must spend its turns trying to move as far away from you as it can. And it can't willingly move to a space within 30 feet of you. It also can't take reactions for its action. It can only use the dash action or try to escape from an effect that prevents it from moving. There's nowhere to move. It can use the dodge action. But also... um. I have destroy undead, so Ooh. when an undead fails its saving throw against turn undead, it is instantly destroyed if its CR is lower than the threshold for your level, which is CR one half. CR one half. Well, we will see. What do I gotta roll? Um uh Can I do that on here? I thought D D beyond that. Um uh, where does it show my save? Oh here we go. Uh 14 is the DC. So 14. Wait, wait no, so, is that it? Where does it show it? Is it my spell save? DC equals your cleric spell save DC. So that's a 14. 14. I'm going to roll 4 d20. Rolling 4 is saving throw. Yeah, you're kind of cutting out there. Uh, it needs to be a 14 on their wisdom, I think. On the wisdom, okay. Uh, the first one fails. Yes, it is wisdom. And he's dead. The second one? If he's less than CR half, or half or lower. Second one also fails. That's exciting. The third one 
also fails. Might have just beat this entire encounter right here. That'd be pretty baller. Yeah, all all four of them fail. Um, oh, so do they also get destroyed? Uh, are they CR half or lower? They are CR one eighth. Ooh. Oof. They're just they're just little kobold zombies. Okay, so he he casually does the whole destroy undead thing, and then looks back at Boss and Kai like, okay, so now that that's taken care of, um, I think you're all missing a step here. Um, there's like vows and stuff that you have to exchange before then. There's like paperwork. Yeah, I mean, you, you don't gotta have to buy get... her a dr- what? Whoa, paperwork! You gotta buy her a drink, and then. You know, if she I likes you, she'll need... take you back to her place. Wait, wait. I think I... all you need is is both people to say, yeah, okay. I, I'm pretty sure, legally speaking. No, no, I think no I think I understand. No, I think I understand. I understand. The Karsh, you have you you were you could not make amour with your wife until you had the vows. Like you could not do it, right? Well, that's how it works. You get married uh, first. It's okay. I understand. And do not worry. This is safe space. And I never bring shame to someone kink. I'm not <laughs> sure I'm following you. Um. Oh, I understand. I understand. For me, it, for me, it is a... I, uh, ¿Cómo se dice? Un dedo en el culo. But, uh. but I get it. I get it. For Jew, it's the vows. I only recognized one of those words. I didn't like it. <laughs> it took me a second. I was like, wait, I took two college level Spanish courses. I could figure this out. <laughs> and I wish I didn't think about it so hard. <laughs> yeah, Kirsch just kind of stares at him and he's like, Okay, so I speak like four languages, and that's not one of them. So I'm not sure what you're trying to say. But it's it's okay. But I I understand. Like if I don't have if I don't have a dedo allí, you know I can't. I too cannot make sweet love. So for Jew, it's the vows. I I understand, and it's okay. I no judge you. <laughs> this is me laughing at the whole. Grish is just kind of like staring at him like okay and he nods and just pretends to understand so we can move on and Neil looks at the group alright so guys now that Ren isn't here uh, what what's our stance on big titty goths oh god <laughs> oh boy oh. I feel like I mean, the our- ceiling is the cracking and falling down, and maybe we should redirect our efforts. <laughs> I mean, all women are beautiful in their own right, but we do have things to worry about. Yeah, boss is right. Uh, things are happening. We'll talk about Big Diddy Goth later. When Brent isn't here. Uh, Kirsch sips on his respect women juice extra hard. Hell yes. Except his bottle is empty, because Glorf drank it all. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Kirsch crushes the can on his forehead and throws it (laughs) into a recycling bin. 
as you crush the can of respect women juice on your head, you hear uh, an ominous slow clapping as someone says, yes, yes, that is, oh, that's quite the tale as one that was a big titty goth girl back in my day. I, I can agree. However, you killed my kobolds and I'm a little upset about that. Well, um, we got some kids here that, you know, they're kind of posing a threat to, and I'm kind of a cleric, so, like, that's, that's like, half of the thing that I do. And so... strictly speaking, they were already dead. They were zombies. We didn't kill them. That's true. I mean, that I do very... apologize that I probably should have figured out if they were actually going to hurt anyone, but, you know, I feel like undead... I, that's that's the one time I generally make an assumption about anyone is when they're undead, you know, cleric stuff. You know that that's fair. That's fair. Speaking of that, there was nothing strange that you saw of that, was there, uh, Professor Scant? What do you say? Uh, as you see a an orb come out of the bar, uh, you see the doors uh, swing open, uh, and could everyone roll a perception check for me? No, apparently. I got a four. Like I goofed earlier, even though Ooh. I rolled poorly on those uh, perception checks, I only get advantage on the uh, insight and intimidation checks, but this perception is yeah. 11. I burned all my 11. good rolls. I burned also all my good rolls. 11. 13. Also 13. <laughs> you guys are just Blind killing it. By the juice. I rolled a three, man. Uh, Give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> uh... With that 13, Kyan, you're the only one that can kind of see that um, at least two or three people are down on the floor in the bar. Uh, you can't exactly tell who it is, but you can tell that people are down as this uh, this orb that looks an awful lot like uh, your own, uh, the crow's eye that you have. Or was it Raven's Eye? I don't remember which, what I called it. Uh, comes to life and says, oh, yes, mistress. What is it I can do for you? Uh, scan them, please. Tell me what we're dealing with. Of course, mistress. Professor Scant can scan anything. Let us see. And uh, he goes, and yes, I have to make those noises. Sorry. You can talk normally? No, I'm Boobo. No, I'm and then boss will make Bubo scan them instead of the it goes oh it's a scan off I love one of those uh, let's scan away then uh, <clears throat> scant oh sorry mistress Velen. Uh yes we have uh, we have that one over there that's a uh, dragonborn, and that one over there is an elf and that one's an elf and that one's a half orc and that one is uh, a cat thing. While this guy is prattling, while he's prattling off, I want to elbow Kirsch and then point to the people that are down. Like, not interrupt him, but at least let someone else know that might care that there are people on the ground. Do we have our weapons on us at this point? Like, our gear and everything? Uh, ooh, good question. I would have to go back into the episodes and remember... If you had your weapons on you, I feel like Kirsch would have made sure to grab his stuff before they left. Yeah, everyone's everyone's armor was transformed into their Sunday best. 
But weapons is a good question. Who the fuck hmm. needs weapons? <laughs> well, look at you, Billy Badass. Um, Not to sound everyone, like a go ahead and douchebag, but Tomias is here. <laughs> uh, everyone, Daddy. could you roll for me a just a straight d twenty luck roll? So just a straight d twenty. It's a fourteen. If it's above a if it's above a ten, you have your weapons. I don't yeah. need weapons. Yeah. Fuck that. I have yeah. mine. I don't even yeah. care. <laughs> that much. It's a two, so I guess no starburst gauntlets for Neil. Ooh, no. I got fucking four okay. arms if I and need them. So Kai rolled a 16, and with that, Kai is going to go ahead and just start palming a dagger while trying to just kind of ease around the edge of the room without drawing attention to himself. Oh, you don't want to be doing that. Allow me to introduce myself. I am Velen Harpel, uh, and this is Professor Scant, and uh, you already met my kobolds. They're dead, it looks like. Um, and yeah, you haven't asked about that. That's true. They were dead when you saw them, when you started. You haven't asked anything about that, have you? Curious. Oh, some people make zombies. We, we're not That's just, we're true. not here to you. Mm, I would. I wouldn't want to be judged either. Um, hmm. But how, how do I put this? Uh, I'm a member of the Arcane Brotherhood. Um, we are what some would call a magic terrorist group. Uh, we just want to return things to the normal order uh, that the world belongs to, which would include uh, having the magical realms that came with Faerun permeate through all of this world. Um, and you hear a crackling over an intercom uh, as a voice says, Velen, are, are, you, are you giving my speech? God damn it. That's my speech, not yours. I apologize, Avarice. Uh, that would be our leader, Avarice. Um, and Nas, she doesn't speak much, um, but her, her walkers speak well for her. Um, uh, and you hear another crackle, um, and this time the crackle says, in a voice that's familiar to you, boss. Yes, yes, it is indeed. And you don't forget me, of course. Oh, how can we forget you, Professor Dazan? Um, you know, you, you there, you look an awful lot like Professor Dazan. Hmm. Boss is going to start surreptitiously mixing together chemicals. Oh, I, I wouldn't do that if I were you. Oh, what, what was that name that he went by when he was working at the patch? Oh, what was it? What was it? I would like uh, to know how closely are they paying attention to us right now? Oh, they aren't paying attention whatsoever. Neil is going to pull down another mask since the last one wore off and he is going to shout within a 200 foot radius evacuate the city ooh uh, alarms go off throughout the city go ahead and roll a persuasion check for me we'll see how that works oh boy I, got I will give you that. I will give you advantage on that too Okay, because the first one was a two, and the second one was a 15. 
a 15, you cry out as loudly as you can to evacuate the city. Um, it is heard everywhere. It's heard at the dock. It's heard at the mayor's house. As you call out and people start trying to clamor out, uh, and the, the piecemeal teen gang says, uh, or uh, sorry, I should say Tannis says, we'll round people up. We'll try out of here. Oh, yes, of course, dear. You go ahead and do that. Oh, oh boy. Oh, boy. Evacuate the town. How noble of you. Neil gives a nod to Tannis and says, you got this leader. You're not the creepy friend, but that was a little weird. But you know what? I'm going to go rescue my <laughs> friends and family in there. Uh, and she just bolts with everyone else behind her. Um, and they start trying to evacuate people. Oh, children these days. So rude. Uh, Tannis takes the nod and goes, yeah, you're definitely not the creepiest one, but, you know, I'll take it. I will use it as inspiration or some bullshit. And she right. runs into the bar, knocking into uh, the woman there, uh, Velen. Mm. So, gentlemen, Professor Scant here has scanned you all. Yes, I have! And it's been a pleasure doing so! Not now, Scant, not now. And I've already told you some of the things, but just, just out of curiosity here, just out of curiosity, you noticed that I have brought with me zombie kobolds. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't there something a little off about that? Um, well, I kind of killed them, so if there was something, like, weird about them in particular, kind of, they're, they're dead now. Like, dead, dead. I know they were, like, already technically dead, but, you know... They were. Professor, why don't you tell our friends here what data you pulled for me? Of course, madam. Well, as you all can see from this wonderful, wonderful uh, bubble here, I guess you can call it, uh, there is, for the most part, an anti-true magic sight thingamajigger here. I know that's not really scientific, but hey, they can't all be winners. Uh, if, if I may interrupt real quick. Of course. Um, while he goes through this monologue, I would like to hide. Okay, uh, go ahead and roll a stealth check. Um, Can I help Cayenne hide? How would you be helping? By being a distraction. Okay. Uh, he continues rambling on as you distract and you hide. Go ahead and um, uh, roll away. Is it just like a normal roll, or do I get anything with him helping? With him helping, I will grant you advantage. And how? go ahead and describe how. Neil's going to distract by saying, hey, gain this, and he just makes a jerk-off motion. Oh, I've seen that before. Uh, actually, let me log that for my my future databases. Oh, Neil that's a jerk-off motion. Oh, a stroke! That's amazing. And with advantage, it's a seventeen for hiding. Seventeen. You, um, let me see. Should I? No. Yeah, passive's not good enough for that. Uh, you successfully hide. Uh, where do you hide, and how? Uh, so I can we're, find him. <laughs> like we're still in the bar, right? Uh, you are outside of the bar. 
Okay. Are they inside the bar? Uh, they are on the porch. All right. I want to, if possible, I would like to, to backseat my way basically inside of the bar behind them. Ooh. Uh, you have successfully pulled off that 17. Uh, and one thing that I forgot to tell you uh, with Velen, she is wearing an eye patch over her left eye. Or sorry, her right eye. Um, so she doesn't notice you either. Perfect. Um, you are inside of the bar. You see uh, Tannis and her crew trying to pick up the uh, the bar patrons there. Uh, they're all knocked out. And um, go ahead and roll a constitution saving throw. Oh, that's a 19. A 19. Uh, you get a, a, a whiff of some sort of gas that is leaked into the bar. Uh, you see the teenagers, uh, each of them have a cloth over their mouths uh, so they don't breathe in whatever this gas is. Uh, but it's clearly whatever had in the bar patrons. Uh, uh, you react quickly as soon as you catch a whiff of it. Uh, it's something that you swear you smelled before, probably uh, in your misadventures uh, fighting crime in the streets of Gotham. That's you did. Uh, somebody that probably did that though. Um, but you notice the smell and go, Oh no, that's something that's bad. And you cover your mouth in time too. Uh, as you see the teenagers start to drag out some of these bodies. Um, Tana says, come on, come on, help us out here. Uh, as they go toward the back door. Uh, as with Tannis saying, help me out here. I'm going to put like, hold one hand up to her, just like saying no and shooing them off. And then I'm going to pull out my rapier and just kind of chill listening to villain speech. Excellent. Uh, villain speech continues on um, and says, oh, I like that. That's the underhanded motion. That's an interesting one. I don't think I've ever seen it like that. Mistress Villain, this is some incredible stuff. Uh, wouldn't you say, please, Professor, stop, stop scanning that. But should I... Okay, I guess I will. Um, well, I don't have to breathe. Why did I breathe in? That's so silly. Um, well, I uh, I suppose it's time for villainous plan to detail, right, Mistress? Yes, let let me handle that. <laughs> As they're talking back and forth, uh, Boss is going to uh, catapult a. Uh, bottle of alchemist fire at the the uh wizard lady excellent i love it um go go ahead and roll what is that an attack it's an it's a deck saving throw on your part oh cool deck saving throw i'm going to do that because i love making uh, excuse me those kinds of uh saving throws love that that was my favorite do it then, coward. Bet you. I won't. think I will. You, I I bet I will. Don't um, please. That is a. What does it have to beat just to know? Fourteen. Oh, it beats it with a seventeen. Oh. It definitely beats it. Um, not oh. only does it beat it, uh, but you see from the professor orb uh, a beam crack out of it and smash the 
uh, the bottle of alchemical fire in midair and says, oh, that's very rude. How could you? In the middle of a speech and everything. Uh, with the, with him breaking the bottle, upon the breaking of the bottle, I would also like to jump in and make a stealth attack. Ooh, okay. Okay. Stealth away. All right, and since it's with... Since it's with stealth, I get to roll advantage, right? You do. She has no idea that you are behind her. Those were some poopy rolls, so only a 20 to hit. Oof, only a 20. Goodness gracious. Uh, Somehow you hit. I don't know how you hit uh, with that. Although, what is this? Bracers. Okay, never mind. Nothing extraordinary. Uh, you hit. What happens when you hit? Let's see. Okay, and that is also a sneak attack. So that's going to be an extra 4d6. Woof. All right, so that's going to be for 24 damage. 24 damage. Uh, you hit her from behind, uh, and she takes that damage. As she does, she, she whips around. And she grabs you by your face. And let's see what happens when she does. Uh, That is going to be a... Let me do my math here. Uh, And 19. That's a 19. A 19 to hit. Okay. So, all right. Let me... Because with defensive, because I have defensive duelist, so when you are wielding a finesse weapon, you get to add three to your AC. Is that something that I have to add on top of my AC, or is that something that should already be there? I think that would be something that is added on to it. Yeah, uh, it would be it added, because yeah. if I click the number, it's not there. So that's okay. a miss. <laughs> that's a miss. Gracious. <laughs> Since I have my rapier out, my AC is 20. <laughs> Jesus. AC is 20. That is ridiculous. That is absolutely ludicrous. Um, she swipes out for you. Um, she does grab you by your face, but she doesn't uh, She doesn't activate her vampiric touch. Um, she does say, though, if we're quite finished. Ouch. By the way. Nope. Uh, I'm going to cast Toll the Dead. (laughs) (laughs) A wisdom save of 14. A wisdom save of 14. Okie dokie. Low level boss character. And once again, y'all are fucking him up. Who did you think you were DMing for? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, That matches. Start blasting. Okay, so she doesn't take any damage. Okay. But she hears it. She cool. definitely does. Maybe, maybe it gives her a little bit of a headache. So what? what is this? Uh, just told the a, dead. Uh, it's a cantrip, so she dead. saves. It's nothing. Uh, she has a bit of a headache. She lets go of uh, Kyan's face and says, If we are finished. Yeah. Thank you. I, think I, I mean, I could punch you. Trying to do a villainous monologue. Uh, guys, should I throw some punches? Tamaya yeah. is starting to like lean forward, like he should get on all fours and start wild shaping. Like, is this looking around, seeing like if that's what's about to happen? I would like to make an intimidation check. 
Okay, uh, I'm down. I'm game. What do we got to do? Uh, so it is insight and intimidation that I have advantage on, not perception. Uh, but Neil's going to sprout those two extra astral arms and say, well, uh, clearly you're outgunned here, so uh, maybe you should stand down. Ooh, roll that intimidation. Let's see if I'm intimidated. 16. That's pretty ding-dang intimidating. Uh, what do I got to roll? What should I roll against that? It's not really much you can save against intimidation. Mm, wisdom or charisma? I would think wisdom, maybe. I'll go with a wisdom. One wisdom saving throw later. Oof, that is a dirty 20. Oh, no. Get wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I- I apologize for that. Uh, as she looks over to you, her right eye covered in uh, a uh, in a an eye patch. That's the word. I couldn't think of the word. Uh, and she says, "No, no, I I don't think that's how we will play this." Um, here's what I will say: You've all done your your attacking and your surprising beat my little friends and everything. However, I have other friends that are doing not very nice things. Uh, you might have noticed smoke plumes earlier. I'm sure. Uh, with uh, Especially like after the failed intimidation, I, I'm going to like still be readied, and I'm going to look at Boss, and I'm going to be like, hey, so do we... We gonna let her talk, or is he someone that we know let talk? I don't know who this is. Uh, killer. Oh, you wouldn't want to kill your mother, would you? Like, it, it's the moment the moment boss says like kill her. Like, Kai and Bota is like turning into <laughs> a feral stray cat. So, <laughs> like, it, I will want to roll as many attack rolls as you were willing <laughs> to give, other than this this speech. So that that is Kyan's response to being told to kill. And uh, seeing this, Neil wants to go for the opposite and go for uh, what's the word? Uh, non-lethal blows. Non-lethal blows. Interesting. At hearing uh, at hearing killer, Tomias also uh, just wild shapes into a cave bear. Oh boy! You know, it's a big fuck off bear. Yeah, get that. Ready to kill. Fuck off bear. Her specifically. Mm. So, eight four five. You would have your friends attack your mother. That 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 checks out. I was born from a tube. Uh, I don't know you, and I therefore don't recommend you. You don't know me, of course, but I know of you. Where do you think half of your material came from? From Boss? From Tolstom? Oof. That sad little man. You know he's dead, technically, right? Simulacrum. A simulacrum ready for him, though. Not unlike you. Yes, we killed him. Oh, no, this is a better one. I'm being led to believe that I'm not allowed to attack during this. No, no, carry on. (laughs) I'm feral. I'm going. I'm okay. rolling an attack roll. Can roll and attack right roll. before he does that, can I cast fairy fire on her? 
Sure. Love Give it. Give him some advantage. Uh, that's a deck save of 14 for her. Is she sure. Is she by herself giving this speech? She currently is. Cool. Rackish, rackish audacity. <laughs> that is a 21. On the deck save? On the deck save. Okay. Well, everything in that 20-foot cube around her is now fairy-fired regardless, so... Oh, Professor Scant is very fired. That's pretty cool. And he goes, oh, this is marvelous. I don't know what he would roll. All right. Uh, so a 25 to hit. 25 to hit definitely hits. And again, I get the sneak attack bonus since of it's rackish. How <laughs> <laughs> rackish? Or is it rakish? Rakish, rakish. Rakaish. Ooh, I like uh, that one. That one's cool, Sana. Uh, 22 damage. Uh, it's very much uh, bloodied. Uh, as you poker again, or slasher, what are you doing this time? Slasher, you're poking. Uh, it's a rapier, so it's going to be a poke uh, aiming for the neck. Uh, where did the first one land, just so we know? It was it in the back. Yeah, it would have just been body mass from behind. Okay, so the first one hit her in the back. Second one slices and pierces through her neck. She's (sighs) very uncool. And at this point, Neil steps in with an uppercut. Uh, 16 to hit. Non-lethal. That hits. That hits. And I'm going to spend a key point to uh, use stunning strike with this. So uh, she's got to make a con saving throw of 14. Con saving throw of 14. Uh, Sure. Let's do that. And it's five damage total. Non-lethal. Non-lethal damage. She doesn't make it. Uh, With the stunning strike, she is now. uh, Hold on. Uh, She is stunned until the end of the next turn. And. I would like to use a bonus action to just be like, just, just drop. I'm, I'm saving your life here. Just drop. <sighs> Fine. Uh, and she lets out a cry as you punch and goes, Oh no, I'm defeated. And only she could hear me say that, by the way, with the mask. <laughs> uh, Kirsch immediately looks at Kai and says, don't touch her. Um, again, I know what I was told before, so may I make another attack roll for lethal damage? Uh, Kirsch, I don't know what you're talking about. She's dead. She's dead, Kirsch. Uh, Kirsch, Um, I would like you to roll an intimidation with advantage, and, hmm, uh, I would like... Um, but for my action, what I would like to do is go over and, uh, do a shove action to shove Kai away. Ooh. Okay. Uh, and a 16 uh, on my intimidation. Okay. And we're going to fight that intimidation with... What should we do? Wisdom saving throw, Kai. With a wisdom saving throw? Oh, you didn't <laughs> want me to do anything here. Boo. <laughs> yeah, that's a seven. <laughs> uh, you are successfully intimidated into not attacking... Um, if you had your tail on you, it would be slinking slightly, uh, as 
Kai, you you are are is, are is he still shoved? Well, is he still looking like he's going to try to go after her and like do another finishing blow? Because Kai is or Kirsch is thinking, you know, even if she is technically like dead, he can try to revivify her. But if she's just knocked out, she he just doesn't want her to die. Die. Then yeah. Uh, what's Kai doing? Uh, Kai will go ahead, kind of hold his hands up in a surrendering gesture, and go. Oh, it's, it's okay, it's okay. I put the sword away, and I would like to hop up onto like the onto the roof of the of the bar. Okay. Uh, fluid motion. Uh, hop onto the roof of the bar, grabbing onto the uh, the ceiling. Or sorry, the uh, the. Oh shit! It is late, and words are escaping me here. <laughs> um, roof. The lip, the roof, whatever the hell that's called. And you flip over it onto the top. Um, just You look cool as you do it. Uh, yes, you know that, that pose that uh, King Dedede does in Smash where you just press the down? Yeah, yeah. And, and then, then I'd like to make a flourish of, of sheathing my rapier. Of course. Like, uh, you flourish. Okay. If any there that wasn't your friend, they would be very impressed by it. Uh, you hear far off in the distance... A very faint clapping, like "woo, it was amazing." I'm gonna kind of tip the hat a little bit, yeah, yeah. Uh, but <laughs> otherwise, I am wanting to wait until there are no eyes on me. Uh, what's everyone else doing? Because you have technically defeated this woman without actually combating her. Neil is just saying, "All right, everyone, she she's down. No need to cause a scene. We we killed her." Mm, she's not dead. You're not dead. Stop it. Stop fooling around. No, Who are no you? she she's dead. And he goes to like poker with a national arm. See, totally dead. Uh can I do a medicine mm. check to see if she's dead? You can definitely do a medicine check with advantage. because uh, I'm I'm going to say that when uh when he pokes her, he she exhales a little bit. Uh, she's studied necromancy, but she's she's not going to pretend being dead. She has too much pride. That's a twenty-one. Um, uh, so I've while Kirsch, tell. while Kirsch is checking out the the knocked out body, I'd like to pull out my short bow. Yeah, where are you gonna Where are you gonna shoot? Um, what Kirsch is going to do next is: Did she fall? Like, is she laying on her back or her stomach? She lit, is laying on her back. She was uppercut straight up, and in that split second of uppercut, um, somehow some anime bullshit happened, and uh, and Neil was able to talk to her during that split second. All right, uh, Kirsch is going to roll her over onto her stomach and pull her arms behind her back and kind of like crouch over her and look around and say, "Uh, anybody got some like rope or something? We can call the cops. I don't something." Uh, this lady's doing some fucked up stuff. Why would we tie her up? Uh, she's dead. Guys, she's dead. Uh, you... I hate, uh, I hate all of you. Uh, <laughs> uh, you see a, uh, a set of handcuffs and some rope come skittering out of the bar as uh, you see Tannis kind of wave and say, Okay, got some good from the cop. Hey, cop, bye. Uh, and she and runs <laughs> off. <laughs> Is, is the cop like knocked out right now, Tannis? 
Yeah, that's Graham's dad. He's an asshole. Oh, okay, good. Man, fuck the police. I mean, language, but yes. Uh, someone want to hand me those? Uh, he is mm-hmm. not leaving from, like, crouching over her. <laughs> Neil kicks the handcuffs over to Kirsch. Yep, I'm just Sorry, that was it. Abe's dad. The uh, he, That's Abe's dad, not Graham. That was my bad. Alright, well, she is now handcuffed, uh, but Kirsch is not, like, getting up from half protecting her, because he knows Kai's around here somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and Neil just uh, shouts within 200 feet of him, Kirsch, I, I, I don't know why you're handcuffing this corpse. She's definitely dead. Fuck that dehydrated bitch. (laughs) Both of you are exhausting. She's not dead. I can see her breathing. She exhaled when you poked her. Who who the hell are you and how do you know me? Uh, I guess we're we're going to hash this family bullshit out now. Go on. uh, Yes. uh, 8-4-5, I'm... Technically your mother, um, and she rolls over onto her back uh, and somehow moves her hands uh, underneath her feet back up front. You see her uh, her shoulders go crack, 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 crack as they pop in and out of a uh, socket and goes, oof, just like the old days. Disgusting. <sighs> we can't Super all disgusting. be prudes like you. I tried to convince Boss to take that out of you, or Dazan, as his real name is. I'm Boss. It's cool, though. <laughs> mm, you're the spitting image of the old man, too. By the way, uh, what is that on your lapel there? It's an interesting little charm. Mm, is, and that's the, the gemmed charm the beetle, uh, yes. that keeps me... Uh, Normal boss. Uh, none of your business is what it is. Anyway, moving mm. along. Your next. What was your next? <laughs> Don't worry about that. Well, I suppose it's of no consequence. I'll probably die anyway, so I guess I'll tell you a bit of a story. Um, let's see. Boss and I and the rest of the troop. We were going to. Oh, once the magic world came over, people wanted to be normal, blah, blah, blah. And we were like, no, that's stupid. And we formed the Arcane Brotherhood, which was really cool. Um, and then you were created along with uh, 844 of your brothers and sisters. Most of them died. Um, from what I remember, I'm pretty sure at least two or three survived. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Never seen any of the others. Okay. You might. I think 420 and 69 survived. I hate it here. Anyway. (laughs) Uh, She says, nice. Um, Yes. So that's basically the thing. And oh, uh, we are going to tear down this mimic uh, and everything. um, And my good friends are at the other ports of entry. Uh, Avarice, do you hear everything that's going on? And you hear over uh, her walkie-talkie that's on uh, her shoulder. goes, yes, I've heard all that. 
I was going to do that whole villain speech. It was going to be really cool. Yes, I was going to do a whole cool villain speech and everything. Uh, but I guess instead I can just say this. Old man, uh, you, you want to you wanna just say something? Oh, hey, kids. Hey, it's the mayor. I think I'm about to die. And that's where we'll end our session tonight. All right. Oh. <laughs> okay. Andrew, you know what you got to do. You know, you know your role, buddy. All right. So on behalf of everyone here at Crits and Grits, we would first like to give a big thank you and shout out to Kyler from Fishing After Five. You can check him out on YouTube as well as the social medias. And we'd also like to give a shout out to um, Tychus over at uh, Tychus at twitch.tv. Tychus. That's Tychus. 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 Blah, 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 blah. Um, and then also a thank you and shout out uh, to Jess. I'm an idiot and then write down her Twitch information. Like I said, I would last time. If you could hit me with that real quick. It's Jess Panda on Twitch and also Momocon TV on Twitch. And otherwise, thank you to all of our players here. If you like what you listen to, please give us a like and a follow. And you can also reach us and follow us on social medias at Crits and Grits, as well as at Crits and Grits at gmail.com. All right. Anyone else got anything for tonight before I call it? Mm. Uh, I mean, I got a date coming up, but that that this episode nice. will be out after that, so the listeners can't wish me luck. Man, fuck you, Gary. All right, I won't either. <laughs> yeah, fuck <laughs> that. that's what I true fun is for. Also, I'm excited. The only update that's worth mentioning: Kai got laid. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Correct. We'll see you next time. Good night. Good night. Good night. Bye.